Welcome to the Fish Nerds Podcast, with the latest on fish, fishing, and eating fish. I am Dave. And I'm Clay, and together we talk about fishy stuff that's happened to us, people we know, and other fish nerds we've seen. Anything is fair game, it's a good bet, one of us is making stuff up. <laughs> we got shovelfuls of information here to talk about today, good fishy fun. Um, the podcast review of reviews. Have to analyze the reviews. Have to analyze the reviews. Play by play, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, canoeing and fishing the mighty Saco River. Burr. You know, mothers can't take pictures or video. That's, true. That is, that's going to be a clay commentary. I don't want any piece of that. Um, stump the fish nerds. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by, wait for it. You'll have to wait for it. Uh, and then we'll talk about fish in the news and this week in fish nerd nation. Lots to do. Lots so, to do. <laughs> first up is podcast review. Yeah, you know, uh, for those three people listening to the podcast. We love you. We love you and appreciate you. But magically, with only three listeners, we've got 16 reviews on on our Fish Nerds podcast, which is great. That is Exciting. great. Exciting, yeah. Uh, and almost all have given us five stars, except my, my dad. Your dad, right? Which who yeah. who was in town recently, right? He was in town, and we should. He he said we should call him up and get him on the air sometime. So we should do that. But yeah. I thought it'd be fun to read a few of the reviews, maybe to encourage those of you who have not contributed yet to a review to get on there and do it. That's a great idea. Yeah, and then we'll share what you write. And if it's funny, it'll make us happy. <laughs> and I think it's really important to understand. Dave and I don't make any money. We are the worst businessmen on earth. Right. Happy is all we get. Happy is all we own. So to make us happy, get onto iTunes, write a review, give us five stars. It's really important. And then make a comment. Yeah. And it's really, really any comment will work. Right. But this, our most recent one is, uh, is from someone named Mud Skipper. He titled it the best fishing podcast, which I have to agree with. Yay. Yeah. And he wrote at first, I was a bit put off by the low sound quality. and almost What does turned- he mean by the low sound quality? <laughs> and almost turned it off. But something about the wit and charisma of this angler duo kept me interested. Yeah. Before long, I was laughing out loud in my car and saying to myself, these guys have got it. <laughs> then when the police pulled him over. <laughs> I haven't actually learned anything about fishing from Dave and Clay, but I don't care because they are so funny and have a genuine down-to-earth charm. Folksy. One might even call it. Don't give up on Dave and Clay just because they can't afford a good microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's what you get when you get folksy. You don't you don't get the highfalutin microphone. I know. You, know, you can choose one or the other. Yeah. You can but, have folksy uh, or a New Yorker. That's it. <laughs> so. we're, we're trying, though. We're, we're trying to get better. We got we actually bought some new microphones. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully things will slowly improve. It, now we need to learn how to use them. So. Yeah, I know. But we have new microphones. So there you the, go. Prob- the problem is, is we're not sound engineers. <laughs> so we've got microphones that work. We know how to record. It's uh, the mixing that we need to work on. Right. So, and yeah. then, you know, the other problem is, you know, we're not entertainers or, or, or You're professional not. fishermen. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of problems, but we're working a, through them all. A lot of problems. Gosh. <laughs> uh, I'll give another one. Uh, this one's called Fish Talk oh, by someone good. named I Mogi. Uh, again again, five star review which we like that we do like that i mogi writes excuse me it's hard to tell these it's a 
Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that? How, I'm, how many B's and... It's, it's all T-H's. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stupid beer. Okay. <laughs> he wrote, It's hard to tell if these two have more fun on their actual adventures or why retelling their stories. Oh, it's their retelling. Yeah. yeah. The witty banter makes for a fishing show reminiscent of Car Talk. Informative and fun. Perfect for the long commute. So... Those are just two. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And we I'll like those. those kind of reviews. Yeah. We, you know, make fun of us, but give us five stars. Right. So. And, you know, you can make fun of Clay more. Ah, and I'm easier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyway, that's our review of our latest podcast reviews. We would like more. So please get on iTunes. Do it. Go on our Facebook page and make a comment there. We'll be yeah. all in. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just find us. Uh, well, I suppose if you're listening, you probably already found us. So... <laughs> <laughs> to our three listeners <laughs> and if you uh if you're having a hard time figuring out how to do the reviews um just email us at i don't know how to do reviews at fishnerds.com <laughs> that's right and we'll write the review you can cut and paste it in there so <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> we'll write our own reviews <laughs> um okay so the okay. next next up is uh now clay has had much more fun than i have had lately uh, my dad was visiting yeah, my Your mom dad. i know yeah. so you know what the heck um so you were out on the mighty Saco river yeah i live in north conway new hampshire and one of the most popular pastimes is canoeing the Saco river it's just this beautiful river that runs through town it goes all the way to the to Saco, maine um and there's a stretch from that goes near my house it's about eight miles long that we decided to run through with our canoes the other day i had my two kids in the front of my canoe my wife in a kayak and my mother-in-law and my parents in their kayaks. Oh, that's like a that's like a flotilla. It was a flotilla, and you forget how long eight miles on the river is <laughs> until you have two kids in the front of your boat. <laughs> oh, God. You know, I did see one picture. You posted one on Facebook, and uh, you have one of your got the you, know, you had both kids in front, and you were not smiling. <laughs> I wasn't, but I meant I, to. I, <laughs> my heart was happy. Your heart was happy. Very nice. So, what what did you see out there? Well. First of all, we saw hundreds of people who do not know how to kayak or canoe, <laughs> which is really fun. Uh, there's in the first half mile stretch of the river, uh, the river gets really windy. Yeah, the half stretch we went through, and there's I I call it the uh, inner tube graveyard <laughs> because there's it gets windy and fast, and there are pokey sticks like driftwood poking through at various intervals, nice. just poking through the surface, just barely showing. And if you look through the water, you could see dozens of, you know, inner tubes at the bottom of the river sitting. Wow. And while we were canoeing through there, three people were hung in the, um, I think they call them sweepers or they call them strainers. The trees that lay over the river and they have these branches going in. Yeah, yeah. The current goes under them. (laughs) Three people there with their tubes all stuck in them. You mean just kind of just hanging there? Hanging there. Like, (laughs) not in... By the way, if they put their feet down, they could walk out. <laughs> the water's only two feet deep. But they're just sitting there. And we're paddling past them. And uh, <laughs> the, the great thing about those strainers is that uh-huh. they, they catch every piece of crap going down the river. <laughs> they do. They're... And they just hold it there for people to, to come by and get, and get uh, it, coated with. Right, right. Well, anyway, this poor guy he had two tubes in himself. His kids were on the shore. <laughs> he's just stuck there. And, oh, God. And there's yeah, also... So much he- we were no help at all to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what species of spider it is either, but there's a particular type of spider 
that hangs out in those things too. And uh, it's always great when you when you're floating towards those and you see this big nasty spider and you're just slowly floating towards it, can't do anything about it. You know, it would be really great if I had said to that because they're all city guys who city people who get stuck in it. People who live up here don't get stuck in those. Right. So and they're all they're afraid of nature anyway. That's why they don't know how to be on a river. Oh right. So it would be great to be paddling by and go, hey, look at that big spider, and then keep going. <laughs> So, hey, the spider's got to eat too. There's always next time, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so we saw a lot of those. And my favorite, I saw a family on a rental canoe. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it was a, uh, you know, two kids in the middle, father yep. in the, in what looked like the front of the canoe and the mother in what looked like the back. And they're holding the paddles with their hands. Just touching each other, hands touched hands, so fist over fist in the middle of the paddle, <laughs> trying to paddle. It looked like the most awkward thing I've ever seen. And they were paddling upstream and backwards. Wow. They couldn't get the boat straight, and they kept going around in circles until they crashed into different banks and then bounced off and ended up going downstream a little bit. So as I was paddling <laughs> by, I said, hold your paddle like this. And I put my hand on top and my other hand in the middle and showed them the stroke. Right. So the father figured that out. And then I noticed his feet were in this tiny little triangle space. <laughs> so he was in the back of the canoe with his feet in that space behind the seat. Oh, oh, man. And his wife had all this space. So they had the canoe completely backwards. Oh. So my wife's a teacher, Kristen. Yeah. So she paddles up to them and she says, you're in the canoe backwards. You have to turn around. Now, as it turns out, this family barely spoke English. <laughs> which is fine. I don't care about that. But they didn't quite understand her. So the father went, oh, okay. And he gave her a thumbs up and she paddled on. He turned around. So now the mother and father are facing each other, <laughs> two kids in the middle, and they're both paddling towards each other on opposite sides. And the boat just starts spinning around. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and Kristen looked at me and I looked at her and went, all right, well, okay. Yeah. And, you know, oddly, no one's ever died canoeing that stretch of river. That is odd, especially with the it, graveyard of, of it, tubers. It is. But remember, if you stand up, you can walk out. Yeah. Yeah. That's All true. you got to do is stand up. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. That's, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. It was really good. And we we did some fishing along the way. Saw a lot of fish. Oh. A lot of big uh, rainbows, browns, and brook trout. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's, but, now that's a fly fishing only stretch where you are? Uh, at the beginning part. Oh, okay. So the first like... I don't know, a couple hundred yards is fly fishing only, but the rest yeah. is open to whatever. Oh, okay. So we had, uh, I had Panther Martins on, you know, on my fishing rod. Panther Martin. The river was moving pretty quick and stopping to fish just didn't work because <laughs> the kids with us and stuff. Yeah. So we'd make a few casts. A few times I saw a trout chasing the lures, but we couldn't, couldn't land one. But the cool thing, and this comes to our next story here. Right. Uh, the cool thing, we came around the corner and there was a cormorant. Just popped up right next to our boat, like really three feet from our boat. He came wow. up out of, out of the bottom yeah. with a large trout in his beak. Nice. Speared it right through the gills. Wow. And we were close enough where I could identify the fish. Wow. That and is it close. W- it was a really big brown trout. Wow. That that must have been like a perfect photo opportunity. It was a great photo opportunity. And so I look around. My camera's in my dry bag, packed under my kids. <laughs> and right. I noticed my mother and my mother-in-law both have their cameras out. And they have the bow of their kayak almost touching this bird. Perfect. Great. And they're snapping photos away like crazy. 
and they're yelling, I'm making a video! Don't worry, I'm making a video! Because <laughs> nothing makes a video better than someone announcing they're making a video. Because <laughs> yes. so, everyone everyone knows that. <laughs> well, especially just, when, when people in it start saying, so, so you, did you get that on video? <laughs> Is that thing on? Yeah, it's on video. Don't worry, it's on video. And So any good video says it's on video 30 times. Right. Uh, loudly. <laughs> so we watched this bird for, you know, five or ten minutes. And the whole time, my mother-in-law and my mom were giving us a thumbs up. We were getting great shots. Don't worry. So I didn't bother getting my camera out. I just paddled around talking about the bird to my kids. And uh, the bird eventually flipped the – really cool. We, we watched him flip the fish in the air. Wow. Catch it in his beak and swallow it whole. Man, that's and cool. head first. And he had, was so big, the bird couldn't bend his neck. So we had to – Swim, swim away with his head pointed straight in the air. <laughs> and he swam right past the bow of my mother's boat. Yeah. My mother-in-law's, my father's, and mine. And when he went by mine, I got my, my camera out and snapped a few shots. Nice. Uh, and if you go to um, our Fish Nerds uh, Facebook page and fishnerds.com, we'll put the video up and you can watch the video. Now, here's the funny thing. Hmm. Here's the funny thing. So I'm so excited about this video. I think this is going to be awesome. Finally, we're going to have a viral hit on our hands. Right, because this is so unbelievable <laughs> footage. Unbelievable. So we finish our kayak trip, which took forever because eight miles is really far. Uh, <laughs> and uh, on the way home, I said to my mother-in-law, can I have your memory card from your camera? And I said the same to my mother. And excuse me, I got back home. I popped him on my computer. And there's almost nothing there. <laughs> there's there's a lot of video my favorite video was my mother took this video and she says don't worry i'm recording i got my video camera right here and all you can see is it looks like it's swinging from her wrist while she's paddling <laughs> <laughs> and then she picks it up you see the bird and she turns it off <laughs> so <laughs> and my mother-in-law same so her name is sue same thing lots of almost video so you can see her aiming it and then turning the camera off. So mixing up on and off, not noticing whether the camera's on or off. Oh. And if yeah. you go on YouTube, there are thousands of videos <laughs> of someone's mother yelling, don't worry, it's recording, and then missing the shot. They're just always – it sounds – I don't know if it's sexist or not. It might be. But it's also true. Search your soul. Remember your family. And ask yourself, does my mother do that or does my wife do the same thing? And I think you'll find your answer. And uh, please send all hate mail to Dave at fishnerds.com. No, I'm staying <laughs> away from this. Oh, but it was just so like I we were so sure we had the perfect shot and <laughs> nothing, nothing. Like we really at of all the stuff we got, I was able to put together a minute long video. And most of that is stills that I took with my own camera. <laughs> and, and I'm kicking myself for not grabbing my camera immediately and snapping off the pictures of that brown trout when it was right next to me. Yeah. Because so, yeah, it's just now just your word. <laughs> that's a brown trout. We have, we have proof of bird. Right, we have proof of bird. <laughs> proof of bird. The cool thing is he was not bothered by people one bit. Oh. And my guess is he hangs out in that spot all day, every day, eating up the trout. Because they stock, that's right off the um, fifth hole of the golf course, North Conway. Country oh, yeah, Club. yeah, yeah. And I think they stock right there pretty heavily. And that's still part of the fly fishing only area. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm pretty sure they just stock the heck out of that area. 
if he just sits there eating all this fish. Well, it's it's isn't it in China that they use cormorants to actually go fishing? Uh, maybe either China or Japan. Uh, it, sure. Yeah, somewhere you know we somewhere on our on our fish nerds page we actually have video of that, and they put a little metal ring around the, the bird's neck, and when the bird catches a fish, they give it to the trainer who then throws them a smaller fish to swallow. Yeah, that they, they can, can actually swallow. Yeah, which is, gosh, imagine fishing that way. <laughs> awesome. It'd be awesome, but I, imagine I, you're trying to eat and you can't swallow your food, so you got to cough it up, and then someone gives <laughs> something smaller to eat. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Maybe we're on to something. Maybe we need like a Cormorant Weight Watchers kind of thing. You know, I so, thought, you don't want to know why that picture of me is unhappy in that boat. Why? why? There are, there's a hundred pictures my dad took of me. Yeah. And almost all of them, I, I put on some weight this summer. Okay. And, and almost all of them, it's my body image issues. Almost all of them looks like my body is swallowing the canoe. <laughs> like I just look too big to be in the boat. And so that's the only picture where, where I don't look like a big giant circle on a little stick. <laughs> so that's why that picture is the one I put up. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I know. All right. Well, and you shaved your head. And I shaved my head. So it's. <laughs> I'm unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. That well that, that that's for another podcast, I think. Oh yeah. So But uh but I but I like that. Well maybe you should put, you know, take a lesson from the uh cormorant. I, I can do this too, you know, and, and you just wear a really tight, you know, like necklace. I, you know what I do? I have dressing goth. Cause I'm trying to think how can a dude pull off a choker necklace? Oh yeah, you would have to go goth. I have to be like Marilyn Manson. You know, I'll shave my head, check, got that done. Start wearing eyeliner, check, it's Saturday night, I can do that. You know, I'll wear, we're all black. Yeah. You know, say things like, I wear black because I'm mourning for the world, you know. <laughs> I wrote that poem at a particularly sad point in my life, like breakfast, you know. I don't know. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, so then... I can be on the cormorant diet. And I can walk around with my arms out dangling like I'm drying them out all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Just be really creepy, dressed in black. Ah, cormorants are the goth bird. They are the goth bird. They are the goth bird, yeah. Never thought of that. Double-crested cormorant is the full name, I think. Double-crested cormorant, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, that's good. That's good. See how mothers can't video camp video uh that takes us to stump the fish nerds yeah stump the fish nerds where are our fans <laughs> <laughs> they're not listening yeah so we have a segment that we like to do on our podcast called stump the fish nerds it's true. and on that it is true and on that podcast you the listener can call in and ask us anything about fish fishing or eating fish or anything you want and we'll play it on the podcast yeah, it's cool. You could call 607-378-3474. That's fish. That's fish. The last the last four letters spell fish. So that's 607-378-FISH. You have to be that nerdy to search out that phone number. <laughs> yes, you do. And we got it. Ah. And we got it. We win. So please do that. Call us up. Give us something to talk about. Those of you who are commuting in your car and going, gosh, I wish Dave and Clay had a longer podcast. You gotta help us. <laughs> we need content. We do need content. There's only I mean, 
Clay's parents are going to disown him here soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're not going to hang around him anymore. So he's going to run out of footage, run out yeah. of things to talk about. And that's important because Dave didn't go fishing this week. I didn't do squat. Why I don't not, know why. Yeah, I don't on. know why. I was uh, kicking around the house. Well, the problem was we painted the uh, we painted a room in the house. Oh, see, that's your problem. That it completely is my problem. You have to when you paint. You have to slop paint onto the ceiling. And then your wife won't ask you to do it anymore. <laughs> I spilt so much paint this time. Nice. And I got paint all over every, and I'm still the one on the hook to do most of the paint. Really? Yeah, I don't quite get it. Oh uh, my! my <laughs> the, the problem is my low, my wife's uh, low standards. Uh, she <laughs> so, just doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't, she's just happy it's different. You oh, know? Good. So I think good. you know I I have to I have to uh, I don't want to you know. Um, Throw stones because I think that that low standard probably uh, played in my favor when I asked her to marry me. Um, I was but... going to say something, but I decided not to. And <laughs> there you are, taking your own bait, taking taking it. And <laughs> uh, so I, you know, like I said, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to besmirch that. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to painting, I try, I try, I I paint bad things, and uh, it's still still get asked to paint. So. Yeah, the, the last room I painted, I'm sitting in right now. Sorry junk storage room is now becoming my office <laughs> and i painted the ro- rooms uh like a dark like n- navy blue almost oh and the idea was to make a spaceship room for my daughter when she was born oh that's neat yeah sounds neat and then the paint i bought when you put it on the walls yeah as it's drying it slides down Dude. so the walls are coated with this really thick paint that like oozed down in sheets on the wall oh nasty yeah really bad we brought it back we got our money back for it but it's yeah. too late the damage is done the walls look terrible wow i suppose you can sand them down i suppose i suppose but from that point forth the my mother-in-law made the rule clay is not allowed to paint oh dang. so she came over this summer which is awesome and painted our living room it's perfect she's great at it oh yeah. see that's what i need you need a mother-in-law who's great at painting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, see, I the, don't uh, want to. I don't want to be good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know this is not the painting podcast, but I, I have one quick story on painting. In my old job, we it's were in always a, a story. We were in an old <laughs> building, and um, I got for some reason I when we moved into this building and I we had our own we each had our own offices. I said, "Hey, can I paint my office before I get in there?" And my boss is like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, you know." That seems fine to me. So I went to Home Depot and I, I went, you know, the, the damaged paint section. I do. I, I ended up like for, you know, five bucks. I got two gallons of paint. One was like, <laughs> one was like a yellowy, um, it was kind of a, a like a washed out lemon kind mm-hmm. of color. Uh, and the other one was like baby shit brown. I mean, it was really, really brown. I, I never saw that on my Crayola crayons when I was a kid. Baby shit brown. <laughs> Baby shit brown. And so I went into my office. And I only had enough to paint half the room you know, with, with this paint. So I ended up painting the top half yellow uh-huh. and the bottom half about waist high, all baby shit brown. Oh, so your office is like poo and pee. <laughs> and it was, it was sort of like sitting in a giant sunflower. 
Um, <laughs> but it, it, they were off. You know, the colors were off because they were they were mistakes. So then uh. I painted all that, and at the very end, I put my hand in the baby ship brown paint and and smacked it up against the wall. So I had uh. my, my handprint on the wall. Baby shit handprints. <laughs> and I heard just last week from a former, I, I left that job, and from a former employee, he said, hey, the guys finally went in and you painted that. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah, and they, they, my old office moved out, so it was a new office coming in, and they're like, what the heck? <laughs> so, it was pretty good. So, anyway. That's, wow, good story. Yeah, there you have it. You need to go fishing more. I do need to go fishing. Gosh, I know. And apparently the squid are running. You know, you keep hearing about the squid. And um, I I just don't have time to get out there. Well, I have to make some. Otherwise, our podcasts are going to get shorter and shorter. <sighs> That's true. <laughs> but we always have fish in the news. Fish in the news. So this week's news, the big news on the fish front, this was on ABC, CNN, everything was a thousand dead fish found at the National Mall. Do you think they counted them? I <laughs> they probably did. They probably they had, had somebody out official fish counters. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, IRS, the, IRS, the IRS in their off season can count fish. <laughs> so the way it goes is nearly a thousand fish were found dead in a pond on the National Mall in Washington, DC on the evening of August fourteenth. Wow. Uh the spokesperson said that the fish are being removed and the water is getting tested. They said, we have no reason to believe anything other than environmental conditions were the problem. <laughs> really? <laughs> what, what if, isn't everything an environmental condition? <laughs> I know, no matter what happens. We have no reason to believe that anything besides poison or something similar was a problem. <laughs> we have evidence they've died, and we are looking into it. Don't worry, we are removing the fish. That's, that's, thank you. I'm glad you sent that release out. <laughs> we debated it. We had to go to Congress. It was a lock in Congress. No one could decide. <laughs> Her, the, the big quote from the park official is, we've identified it as an area that needs to be worked on. <laughs> so keeping fish alive is an area. <laughs> Dead fish bum the tourists out. Mm, they don't like the smell. But Hey, look at the pretty birds. <laughs> and while i was researching this story i came across some crazy nut job podcaster you know they just let anybody podcast anyone could do it <laughs> and he was making a connection with this fish kill and obama's speech for oh. like the 50th anniversary of something well that's interesting you say that because i was about to say the same thing <laughs> It's a sign of the apocalypse. It is a sign. You know, if you really want to do this right, yeah, and you want to get listeners, yeah, I think the most popular podcasts are like right wing podcasts. Oh, like maybe. things that with patriot in the title. Oh, so we should have like patriot fish. We patriot fish, and the patriot fish was so offended by whatever it is by Obama's name. Yeah, which is what you're supposed to be most offended by, right? Uh, that they died. They just they just up and died. They, they died out of, um, out of, on principle. Right. And, and ah. yeah, so I was going somewhere with this and I lost my train, but yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you know, if we don't start getting listeners, we'll, we'll go that way. We'll have to. Yeah. So, you know, like what role do you want to be? You want to be the leftist or I could be the right wing guy or. Uh, we could flip. We flip could flip flop. it. Cause it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. So. 
<laughs> All right. This, this podcast is going nowhere today. It really is. It's rough. <laughs> this is in the tank. So. <laughs> What else we got here? A thousand fish died after listening to Dave and Clay talk about fish for 40 minutes. (laughs) God. (laughs) Uh, This podcast is brought to you by the Fish Nerds. Because we don't have any sponsors. Yeah. Well, can you blame them? Have you heard this podcast? (laughs) No, we do have Andy's Bait and Tackle in uh, Botlet, New Hampshire. In Botlet, yeah. But they haven't given us any money. No, they give somebody money, but it's not us. Someone's someone's making money on us. (laughs) But we actually do their commercials for them up in in the Conway area. Yeah. And we'll try to get uh, the final mixes of those up on our our Fish Nerds page because they're pretty good. Yeah, they're yeah, they're good. They're good. So, uh, so we do. We have a pseudo sponsor, a pseudo sponsor. This fish nerds minute, we call it. <laughs> so, pseudo sponsor, boy, Dave. That's a tough podcast today. It is a really tough podcast. Um, and then the other thing is Fish Nerd Nation. The biggest thing that I thought was interesting on Fish Nerd Nation, then Fish Nerd Nation is the uh, collection of little video clips from the fish and fishing world that we post on fishnerds.com. And there is a, uh, a video of guys fishing with 15,000 hooks. That looks crazy to me. <laughs> the neatest thing is an automatic baiting machine. Well, that must save a lot of fingers. No kidding. Or at least when one goes that you don't worry about it. But, right. um, yeah, so it's this bucket and there were this kind of bin. And as the hooks are on this big long line, they shoot out and they just catch a little whatever this is must be cut up squid or something. And, uh, they, they put out 15,000 hooks and then they haul them all in. And, uh, the best job is the guy in the big red, um, uh, big red overalls who sits there with a, with a club with a spike in it. And, and as the fish, the fish. Yeah, as the fish, as the fish get pulled up, he hits him in the head, jabs him, pulls him. <laughs> Just I club fish. <laughs> <laughs> God. So these are, and and it's not clear that this is a commercial operation. This could be just for fun. I'm not sure. I would um, bet if you're doing fifteen thousand hooks, it's a commercial operation. I would think it better be. Yeah, it's in Australia, right? It is in Australia. Yes. Yeah, I bet it's commercial. And then there, there's another video. Um, that that was posted on the 12th, and I, it frightens me. And the reason it frightens me is that there's a dude out there, and he fishes like us. He fishes with worms. He catches little bluegill. He thinks they're great, travels all over, gets distracted, talks about nature, stuff like that, just, just, like, a, just like us, right? The problem right. is he refers to himself in the third person constantly. Uh. It's Uncle Steve. It's Uncle Steve. Oh, yeah. There's something weird about that. Something very weird about Uncle Steve. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When I'm talking to Clay about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to even do it, but he's constantly talking about Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve's out here fishing with Uncle Steve thinks this, and I'm scared. If I if I ever start doing the third person thing, just, just put me out of my misery. I will. I will. But... He does some cool stuff. I mean, he he saw he caught a little p- pumpkin near bluegill. He reeled it in. He saw the bass chasing it, and so he put the put that fish on his bait. Yeah, yeah. So and, and no luck. <laughs> no luck. Just like us. Just like us. But you know, in New Hampshire, you can't do that. That's right. It's illegal to fish with uh, with sunfish. That's right. So I guess wherever he, North Carolina. He's in one of the Carolinas. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no rules there. No, there's no rules in the Carolinas. I like that you described him as Elmo goes fishing. 
That's Uncle great. Steve likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I think you should do a whole podcast with your Elmo voice. <laughs> nice. No, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is Dave Callum. And you sound like the eunuch from last week. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was great. That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, all right. But this one, maybe we should put a bullet in this one. I think we should call it quits here. If you want to hear a good podcast, go back and listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, last week was good. It was surprising. So maybe this one will surprise us. <laughs> Doubt it. Doubt it. Yes. Doubt it. <laughs> but let's put a fork in this one. Call it good. Okay. All right. That's that's our end. <laughs> that's <laughs> our big finish. We just walk away. Our thirteenth podcast, and it's has no ending. Still thirteen in. You think by now we'd write a closing? You would think. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's make a goal next week. Let's have a closing. Let's write one by next week. All right. I'm, I'm going to end with the phone number. Okay. Do, oh, call in a closing. Call. There you go. It's a contest. Oh, I love it. So what you win is your your words. Yes. On our podcast. Carl Castle on your answering machine. Oh, we should have Carl Castle do our closing. We should. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the phone number is 607 378 3474. That's 607 Three seven eight fish. All right, fishnerds.com. We're all done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was awful. That was awful. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're keeping that one. Well, you never know. I think we keep it.